Hi everyone, welcome back to Baby Adults with Katie and Matt. I'm Katie. And I'm Matt. And today we are talking about boundaries. Boundaries are a tough thing. And it's not like just tough in relationships, we'll get to that, but I think it's just tough in general. It is very tough, especially, I think it's kind of been a prevalent topic lately because the holidays are stressful and there are so many things like pulling you every which way constantly and it's super important to set boundaries during the holidays because otherwise you get stressed out and you got to take care of yourself everyone's getting sick you wonder why stress probably part of it at least oh that's true right everybody's getting sick and nobody's sleeping no one's sleeping because what's like it's dark and so you don't know when to sleep and when to wake up Mm mm-hmm And it's like, oh my god, I have to buy all the presents. I have to drive to all the places and work. Work, everyone's finishing up everything they can as fast as they can. Oh yeah, work is also super crazy right now. For you especially, you're saying. I forget about that. Yeah, because it like, okay, so at my work, we get two days off, or sorry, two weeks off for the holidays. It's very nice. I'm very spoiled. I'm not complaining about that at all. I love it. But there's this period of time where everybody's like preparing to leave for two weeks. And so they're like, oh, I need to get everything in now so I can be ready for the holidays. And especially like with HR, everybody's trying to hire people before the holidays hit mm-hmm. so they're like oh we need to get this done now so because it's like we're either going to hire them today or they're not going to start for a month so there's a lot of urgency oh wow so if you don't hire them now they don't start till like the end of january exactly yeah well um, not the end of january but like december 11th is mm-hmm. our last new hire day uh, and then we all go on vacation because then it's like that week and then the next week is only a half week and then we go on vacation for two weeks and so then the next new hires aren't going to start till January 8th. Oh, wow. So, huh. so there's like a little bit of urgency around that. And then also, this has been a trend, is a lot of people quit right before the holidays. Fun fact. Um, Why? So we get a lot of like random resignations. Why is that? I don't know. It honestly baffles me every year. I'm like, why would you quit right before we're about to get two weeks off? Mm, maybe it's like a goodwill thing where it's they're going to quit. But rather than take the two weeks and then quit and leave you high and dry, mm-hmm. they're like, well, this way you have time. Even though you don't have time because you're not working. Nobody's working. <laughs> so it's like a misguided move. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. It's like a lot of people quit during the holidays and then January is like nobody does it. Like everybody's kind of like settled in for January. Hmm. They like hunker down and then... Hunker down. They like hunker down. And then holes. February, March, then people start to like kind of go back to regular. But huh. anyways, that's enough. That's all I'll ever talk about work on here because <laughs> nobody needs to hear about but that. But it's, it's an added portion of stress, especially in, the, in this time of year. Which has kind of been getting to you a little bit. Yeah, I think I'll tell a little story time of what we've been up to the past couple days. Up to, I guess. Um, up to. What have been up to? Mischief. Witchcraft. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I... So I actually started going back to therapy. I've had two sessions with my new therapist. She's pretty good. Yeah. She kind of just, like, talks at me for an hour about how, you know, like, I'm worthy of 
good things and sure. I need to take time for myself and blah, blah, blah. And the other day I was, I was just talking about how like I was overwhelmed from like holidays and like, yeah, there's just like a lot going on. And then she starts going on this whole rant to me about like boundaries and like you got to set boundaries. And at first I'm kind of thinking like, yeah, I know this. Like I've, I've learned this already. Like mm. I already know how to set boundaries. I know that's important. I know that self-care is important. And then she keeps talking and I just had this sudden realization of like, wait a second. No, I haven't. Like, I haven't been taking any time for myself. Mm, explain. I think it just like all hit me at once that I've been spending the last few weeks just like trying to please everybody. Because I have a lot of tendencies for like perfectionism, people pleasing, performance. It's like the three P's that my, my old therapist would talk about, like the three P's. And I have like very high tendencies for these things, like people pleasing, performance, perfectionism. Mm. And most of the time I feel like I do okay, but I think the holidays just kind of bring out the worst of all three of those things because it's like, well, at work, first of all, there's a lot going on. So that's just a thing that's existing. And I kind of always forget that work exists just because it's like a thing that I do every day and it's like a non-negotiable pretty much. Mm. But on top of that, I think I've just been like trying to please everyone with like, I've been stressed about, I want to get everybody the perfect gift. And it's not like anybody's like asking me to do these things. Nobody's like, you have to get me the perfect gift or else we won't love you. Mm -hmm. But like in my head, I care so much about people and I want to, you know, get people stuff that they'll like. I think this is also kind of growing up where like my mom would try to make sure everybody has the same number of gifts. And so I, like, try to get people things evenly. Yeah. If I'm, like, spending this much on this person, like, I don't want to spend less on the other person because then, like, what if they get sad? And I don't want people to think that I like them more than other people. And it's all these things going on in my head that are unnecessary because nobody's asking me to do any of this. But in my head, it's very important to me. It's taking up brain space. And yeah. just all this energy mm -hmm. must be exhausting it is exhausting and i didn't even realize i was doing it so my my mind's been like constantly spinning mm -hmm. just like thinking about all these things and then on top of that it's like we had thanksgiving we went on a cruise which was really fun but it's a lot of time and energy spent you know with people making time for others and time that i'm like taking away from the stuff i normally do so on i'm like feeling behind on little things here and there and yeah, it's a lot. And then there's like, we have cookie exchange at work and I'm thinking about like, how am I going to make the perfect cookie so everybody will like me? This is the thing that like I assign importance to in my head. I'm like, if the, my cookies aren't perfect, then I'm not worthy. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make any sense. I know. But it doesn't, but make, like, it doesn't mean it's any less real, right? I mean, just because something from the outside seems to what's trivial to one person is super important to another mm -hmm. and it doesn't make it any less valid. It's yeah. really hard. There's a lot going on and you're dealing with a lot of things. Yeah, just like juggling so much at once. It's like my therapist would tell me, because I, I think at one point I was like, oh yeah, it's a first world problem, something. She said, well, that's still a problem. Like it's still valid if it's affecting you. Oh. Yeah. Go Cheryl. Yeah. I feel like I've always said things like that. Like just because somebody else's bad is like worse than your bad that doesn't mean that like you're not also suffering or like that you're not also in pain. Oh yeah, it's not about comparison, it's about feeling. Exactly. Let's say like you broke your leg, right? And you're like going through a lot. And then I, you know, get a paper cut on my finger and I'm like, oh, well, I, I can't feel like my, like I can't complain about this paper cut I got because Matt's injury is so much worse. Mm. That doesn't mean you're not still in pain from your paper cut. Like that's still 
You know, that's still bad. That's a great analogy. Thank you. You're welcome. I just thought of that right I now love on that. the spot. Yeah. <clears throat> Thank you. Um, I'll be here all night. She's an analogy queen. <laughs> but it's true. It's like just because somebody else is going through something worse doesn't mean that your problem is not valid. Mm, and I think it's a trap people fall into all the times. It's like, oh, I'm not. It's not that bad, so I don't need help. Mm-hmm. Like I can do it on my own because it's not that bad. Exactly. I'm not dying. Why go to the doctor? I'm not. In crisis, why go to therapy? Mm-hmm. When it should really be like, but all of your problems you're having are valid. And no one has no problems. Everyone has problems. Oh, everybody's got problems. Yeah. I think some people are just better at hiding their stress and their problems. I think everybody's stressed during the holidays. Which is not necessarily healthy to hide it. It's not necessarily healthy to hide it. And yeah, everybody's going through a lot. And it's like, it's hard because you feel guilty about it. Because you're like, oh, it's supposed to be... This, like, joyful time where we celebrate friends and family and giving and we do nice things for each other. And it's, but then it's, like, you add all these things and, like, the consumerism that comes with Christmas. And it's just, like, a lot. It's just too much. We were talking to my mom. And when she saying, like, oh, yeah, December's when property taxes are due. That's the thing adults have to deal with. (laughs) So not only do you have to, like, buy presents and buy food and make cookies and work and do all these things. But then... You'd pay something called property taxes. I don't know what those are, but it sounds awful. I feel like you brought that up in the last episode, too. This is really getting to Matt, the property taxes thing. It's just just kind of, it adds to the idea of, like, like, yes, December is portrayed to be this time of joy and fun and cheer. Mm -hmm. But it's a lot of stress. Mm -hmm. And it's okay to acknowledge that. It is okay. It's okay. So, yeah, you're not alone. If you're stressed out, everybody's stressed out. And that doesn't mean that your stress isn't valid. Like, what we're here to tell you is that it's important to make sure that you're taking time for yourself. I think we spend a lot of time during the holidays trying to fill up everybody's cup and we forget to fill up our own. You gotta fill up, you gotta put on your oxygen mask before assisting others. Did you come up with that? I feel like I've heard of that somewhere. It's really good. Thank you. So how did you recognize that you needed to fill up your oxygen mask? Yeah, so we're in therapy and my therapist starts talking about, you know, taking time for yourself. And I'm like, yeah, 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 I know that. And then I have this sudden realization of like, oh, wait, you're right. I'm not taking any time for myself. I'm spending all my time, like, and energy just trying to please everyone. Like, I just want everyone to be happy and have the perfect holidays. And, like, I got to clean the house and I got to, like do Christmas shopping and it kind of just like hit me and um I had also had like a little bit of a meltdown the other day where I I was trying to be on top of things and like get everybody's Christmas presents early because I was I don't know it was I wanted to be on top of things it's like I want to be on top of my life sue me right and so I started getting everybody's Christmas presents like Black Friday I'm ready I'm, I'm feeling good about the holidays you're early and then a week ago people start sending me their Christmas lists And I'm like, well, shit, I bought them presents and now they have these things on their list that I didn't get for them and I got them the wrong things. And it's like, (laughs) and I think so I'm like stressing it because it's like, I want to give everybody everything on their Christmas list. Right. And they know we don't have to. Like, I don't, I'm not expecting to get everything on my list. I don't care if I get anything on my list and I'm sure everybody feels the same, Mm -hmm. but it's like also like, oh, but I want to get you everything you want. So now I'm like returning gifts that I've gotten. (laughs) It's really bad. I'm like, I'm like double dipping everything I'm doing, which is just, I don't... Compounding the stress. Yeah. So anyways, 
I just have like a meltdown out of nowhere about Christmas presents. And I'm like, I shouldn't be crying about this. And like Matt's there. And I think it's just like all the stress hits me. And I was like, well, that was weird that I had a meltdown. And then the next day in therapy, my therapist is like talking about making time for yourself. And I'm like, oh my God, I haven't made any time for myself. And then like the next couple days, I'm just having constant meltdowns. I think two days ago I had... I was, like, in the car driving home from the gym, and I just, like, started crying. Oh, you didn't tell me that. Yeah, it's oh. it's not even like I was sad. I almost felt, like, a lot of compassion for myself because I was like, oh, my God, I'm doing a lot. Like, I suddenly realized. It just, like, hit me because I'm just, like, going, 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 and I don't even think about it. And then it just hit me of, like, oh, my God. I've been putting so much pressure on myself for, like, everything. Mm-hmm. And so... I had this realization and then I was like, I haven't had a weekend morning just like at home in a long time. And so I decided, because I usually go to Matt's for the weekend and I love that. I love Matt and I love spending time with him. Oh, hi, it's me. Like I love spending the weekend with you. Oh. But I was kind of like looking at my life and all these things I'm doing and I'm like, what can I, like what little things are not necessary right now? Like if you're stressed about the holidays, look at everything you're doing and think about like what what can I take out? You know, like, what's not the most important thing? That's a good point. Like, do you right have now. to make cookies right now? Or, like, do you need that particular thing? Can it wait? What can be yeah. jostled? Exactly. Like, I think I have this fear of letting people down. And it's like, mm. what if we just let people down a little bit during the holidays? Would that be so bad? Well, and, and maybe it's that, like, it's not even what if you let people down. What if you just were yourself... Mm-hmm. And everyone was okay with it. Because they will be. Exactly. Because you're not going to let anyone down. Because no one has expectations of what you're going to get them. And no one, and this is just to, to you and, and the everyone, no one has expectations of like what's going to be made, what they're going to get. And if they do, they're the Grinch. Yeah. They made a movie about him. Didn't go very well. So maybe you should heart, have a bigger heart, Mr. Grinch. Exactly. It's like, yeah. So like, look at, look at all the like little things you're doing. Like, I'm taking a break from reading because I was finding that was stressing me out. I, I feel like I put a lot of stress. I'm like, I got to le- read because if I'm not constantly learning, I'm not growing and like I'm going to waste my whole life away and I'm not going to know everything by the time I die. this My brain is it's really great. It's a fun place. Anyway. I didn't read until like three months ago. And you like reading. I mm-hmm. like reading too. I like reading. It's fun. It was just like, what can I take out? I was like, reading? Yeah. If I don't read, nobody's going to die. Boom. I'm going to take out reading. And just like little Duolingo, like Duolingo, I haven't been doing quite as much. Um, we even got this like mental health app where there's like this little bird, and you like check off tasks during the day, and like the little bird grows up, and it's very cute, and it's supposed to be for your mental health. But I think I kind of realized so I was like, okay, that's just like adding another thing to my plate that I don't necessarily need. Mm-hmm. So I'm like not doing that as much. That's fair. And I'm like, okay, do I need to wrap everybody's Christmas presents like by December 10th? No. No. You have literally until whatever your Christmas Eve is, whatever you're celebrating Christmas, you have until then. In the past, I would procrastinate things, and I was so much happier when I did that. Like, <laughs> I would... <laughs> We're not saying necessarily procrastinate your life. Well, but. if you want to, that's okay. Yeah. You don't have to be on top. Like, you don't have to be perfect all the time. Oh. And I, sometimes I think that I, do, I need to be. Um, so anyways, I'm having all these realizations. I'm like, what can I cut out? And I was like, well, I spend a lot of time on the weekend, like, just doing nothing with Matt. (laughs) And that's great. I love it. But what happens is I was realizing that I 
feel put all this pressure on myself to get everything done during the week so that I have this time on the weekend to be present with you and spend time with you and like not have to worry about stuff. And it's always nice like on the weekend when we just like get that time to just be. But mm-hmm. I was like, I feel like this week I need to take a little bit of pressure off myself during the week and like maybe move a little stuff to the weekend. You can always do that. I never want, I didn't know you feel that much pressure. Well, it's just like a realization I literally have been having this week. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. In, you know, if you continue to have that, I mean, if you continue to have that, we can always balance things out more. Yeah. Like, I don't want to feel like, oh my God, I have to get everything done. Because that's not life. Yeah. That's just like a temporary pause. That's about what you and I used to do when we'd go drive three and a half hours or whatever it was. I don't want you to feel like you have to do that. I think that's an interesting point about relationships and about where we are in ours and like where we see it going is you kind of reach a point where you have like there needs it's the coexisting thing yeah like there will be a point like like with everyone's like i think like my parents like you know they're productive during the week and they're productive on the weekend like they they're kind of just both happening mm-hmm. and it's not like uh, i'm about to everything done which like sometimes it happens when mom has grandma over dinner, she's like, we need the house clean before she comes over on the Friday, or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's it's an interesting transition point. Yeah. It is in- it's interesting, like, because you were talking about your parents and, like, how during the weekend they run errands. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I never run errands on the weekend. I'm always doing it, like, during uh, the week. I do everything. I do my grocery shopping during the week. I run errands during the week. I do laundry. I clean. I make appointments. Like, I'm doing everything Monday through Friday, oh. and I'm realizing that's not not how most people live Sounds their lives. Sounds exhausting. Yeah, I guess it, it is because I've it's been getting to me apparently. Yeah. Um, but yeah, where was I even going with this? I don't know, but I I don't want you to feel like you have to like bog down your whole week just so you can. Like I like doing normal random stuff on the weekends, running errands and laundry. That's all the good stuff. Yeah, that's no. the good stuff of the relationship. Now I'm thinking, like, what things can I save to the weekend that we could, like, do together on the weekend? Grocery shopping. Yeah, like, I could wait for the weekend to do grocery shopping. Laundry. I could do laundry on the weekend. Other errands. Like, you often will go out during lunch and run an errand, and it's very impressive that, like, you have that time. Yeah, like, I do all my errands during the workday at But you, you could use that time to just kind of, like, take a break and read or just be. And then on the weekends... We'll be like, oh, man, Saturday's errand day. Great. That's such a good idea. Why have we never thought about this before? We should do that. That's such a good idea. Yeah, you're right. I never take breaks. No, you don't I, take breaks. I think in my head, I think I take breaks. Nope. If you take a break, what are you doing? I'm, like, going to the store. That's my break. You're in the store or you're making a video. Or I'm, like, working on the podcast or I'm, like, working on our marketing. Or the or like Etsy or, like, whatever on, it is. Like, editing a video or... Mm-hmm. Like reading, reading spot yeah, reading is relaxing. Or I'm like cleaning the house and doing laundry. Like those, I'm like when I have breaks, I'm like, oh, I have a break, I can take care of stuff. Right. Oh, I have this thing at Target. I just got to run and get. And it's easy for you because like you're two seconds from a Target, which is mm-hmm. great. But those are things that like people don't do those in the day because they do them on weekends. And yeah, it's more busy at the store. But whatever. Oh my God, you're right. I don't take breaks. Nope. You don't. Not really. You do. Here's the thing. You are good at. And the thing that more people should be good at is you take lunch breaks. Yeah. Which is good. A lot of people, myself included, just kind of work while they're eating. 
Mm-hmm. Not the healthiest. I, I really admire you always take lunch break. Thank you. Yeah, I always make Matt take lunch breaks. She me. does. <laughs> I like emerge from the office exactly at noon every day. <laughs> and I go over to him and I'm like, do you want lunch? And I say, okay, as I'm like typing He's more like, emails. Justin's calling me about something. Yeah, and so like yeah. we'll make plates, we sit down, we mm. eat lunch. It's nice. Mm-hmm. So we can do errands on the weekends. Yeah. And maybe that would free up part of your week yeah maybe that's a good idea is like and then i have the issue of like when i do have free time and i'm like oh okay i'm i don't want to do anything i'll like pull out my phone and like scroll through social media well that's just the entire world and i think that's kind of not good like every free time i have i'm like scrolling on social media Mm -hmm. and so i think i want to like learn to take more technology free breaks whether that's like reading or like practicing my dances or I don't know. What do you do? Like playing music. I've been thinking about that a lot too, funnily enough. Like I'll be, I'll be reading and I'll consciously be like, it's really good that I'm not looking at a screen, but I think it's not even a screen thing. I enjoy playing the PS5. Mm -hmm. I would almost count that as like, like, yeah, you're using technology, but it's not really connected technology. Mm -hmm. It's just a game. It's just a story. And it's not mindless. No. And you're thinking about, like, what you're doing, and you're thinking about what to do next, and there's, like, strategy involved. And with a book, you're thinking about the story, and you're, like, picturing it in your brain of how it's working, and where are the places, and who are the people. And I find that both of those are so much more mentally cleansing than looking at my phone. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very interesting. And even more than, like, listening to music, which I think I haven't figured out until recently. Mm-hmm. The phone kind of, like... It's, it very much numbs your emotions. Ooh. It's a very numbing yes. process. So I think it's like I get stressed out and then I numb my feelings um, um. with my phone. And actually, I was my therapist recommended this TED Talk to me. I don't remember what it was. But she's talking about how you can't selectively numb feelings. So, like, mm. let's say you're sad. Yeah. And you're like, oh, well, I'm sad and I don't want to feel this. So I'm going to numb my feelings by, you know, with whatever you use, social media, watching TV, alcohol. But if you're numbing, let's say you're numbing your sadness, you're going to be numbing your joy. You're going to be numbing, like, your happiness. You can't selectively numb your feelings. And so it's better to feel your feelings, deal with your feelings. It's good to, like, process, talk through, journal, whatever it is that you need to, like, get through these feelings. Because that's actually going to increase your other feelings, like your joy, your happiness, your excitement, your love. Like, you... And that was, like, very wild to me. I was like, you can't selectively numb. You're telling me I can't just, like, numb out my sadness and my stress and then be happy. And it makes a lot of sense because it's like sometimes I do that and then I'm like, why do I not feel better? Have you seen Inside Out? Mm-hmm. You know when like she gets really down and like all her feelings shut down? Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what it was saying. It's like you can't pick which one to shut down. Yeah. Like if you're going to shut one down, everything has to go. <gasps> wow. Yeah. So like if you're stressed out, like you got to deal with that shit. That's you can't just forget about it and be like nah i'm only gonna feel the good ones journal talk to a friend talk to a therapist like find an outlet like go for a run what's Um, that book say complete the stress cycle yeah like you have to complete the stress cycle because like when you're stressed out she equates it to being like chased by a lion because that's what it was back when we were cavemen that's what stress was for Mm -hmm. right it's like you're being chased by a lion 
you need to get yourself out of that situation, get yourself to safety. You know, it's not about, it's it's not about like what you want in that situation. It's like, what do I need to get out of this situation and keep myself safe? So when you're stressed out, your body is like in the mode of like, I'm being chased by a lion and I'm not safe. And you have to complete the stress cycle. So it's like the run, what is it? Fight, flight, or freeze? Fight, flight, freeze, or there's one called fawn, but that's like kind of separate. What is fawn? Like doting or affectionate. It's like just kind of distract with ridiculous kindness. Interesting. It's oh, a weird one, yeah. I'll look into that one. Yeah. But the, the main three are fight, flight, or freeze. Yeah. And a lot of us freeze. Yeah, a lot, you do something. Like, yeah, something happens. Mm-hmm. But then you have to do something to, that signals to your body, like, I am safe now. And if you don't do that, you're going to be stuck in the stress cycle. So, like, a good way to complete the stress cycle is, like, exercise is really good. I guess it's, like, the flight. It's, like, oh, I'm running. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, exerting this. Like, I'm d- doing something to, like, get this stress out of my body. Another thing is, like, when you're crying, that's signaling to your body, like, I am safe. And it's, like, actually a really good way to complete the stress cycle because, like, I always feel way better when I cry. Because it's like, that's why. It's like a release. Like, you need to release the stress in some way. There's a science reason behind crying. Yeah. So, I think that's why I was like crying so much is because my body was just like, it had so much stress that I had no way to release it. And so, it was like releasing it through crying. And I did feel better like every time, but it just like kept happening. I was like, I don't know why I keep crying. I'm not sad. Like, I wasn't sad at all. Because it builds up. And that's things yeah. like, you do a lot of things really stress cycle. Like, you do exercise and you do all this mental work but like sometimes you just need more you just need more of release and it's hard to find that yeah but this whole story so i i'm having these realizations mm-hmm. of like i've been going around i'm filling everybody's cup even though they're not even asking me to i'm like i gotta make sure everybody's taken care of and everybody has a drink but meanwhile i don't have a drink oh i know and so i'm like okay where can i cut out i'm like okay i'll cut this 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 and I think I need a little time on the weekend for me. Mm-hmm. And so I text Matt and I'm like, hey. And I get like really nervous to set boundaries. I think probably from like past trauma of some sort. But it really stresses me out. Like I, I was even talking to my therapist about like, I feel like I'm good at setting boundaries. But what I'm not good at is like not feeling guilty about it. Like I do it and then I feel bad. Right. So I need to like learn to like set boundaries with no, not, not feel guilty for it. Because I, I text Matt and I'm like, just so you know, like, I'm going to go on our date on Friday, but then I'm going to go home and I'm going to sleep at home and I'm going to spend Saturday by myself until our obligation at three. Mm-hmm. And I know he's going to be very understanding about it, but I still like hate doing that because I, I don't ever want you to feel like I'm like pushing you aside or like pushing you away. But he gets it. He always understands. He's like so understanding. And I send the text and then I just immediately start bawling Aww. because I just like... I hate having to set boundaries. Like, it's just very stressful. Like, it's hard asking for help sometimes. It is hard to ask for help. But, I mean, part of my being understanding is that, like, you and I have talked quite a bit about, like, what you need just as a person and, like, in the relationship. And one of the things we've talked about is that you like your alone time and you like being by yourself. And, you know, that really helps you be a person. And that's why I always want you to have that or to have whatever it is you need to be a person because in order for you to show up in in the relationship you have to like show up for yourself mm-hmm. and i've always want to give you that space to do it so that's why whenever anything like that comes up 
oh my gosh, I need to just be by myself. Every time, like, great, do your thing. And, but it's because, and this is just kind of like a lesson for everyone, for, for everyone. It's just like, because you've communicated in the past and because it's become a thing we've talked through and it's a pattern and it's a known occurrence, it's not like out of the blue, you're like, I have to cancel. When in the past, it's like, she's never had a problem with this. This is so weird. What's going on? Yeah. It's because you're such an adept communicator and so good at speaking like what you mean and what you want out of things that's a huge part of why it's like oh great yeah yeah so it's it's really it's a commendation to your skill it's like that constant communication exactly we talk about like building up the trust bank of yes like yeah i touched on that yet uh, i think we have but like we we can talk about it again it's like it's a good one so i read a book what book was that the was it the Seven Habits of Highly Effective, highly effective people? people? Maybe. I've read a lot of books. She reads a lot of nonfiction. But basically, the premise of the trust bank is that when you have a relationship with anybody, whether it's like your children, your parents, your significant other, your friends, like there's this bank that you have. Like think of it like, you know, like your money bank. You have a bank. And you're constantly either like making deposits or like taking withdrawals from this like bank of this trust bank, right? So let's say your kid comes to you and they're like, oh, like I'm having a problem at school with a bully, you know? And then if you're like, oh, well, what did you do? Like, why did, why are they picking on you? Like, blah, blah. I don't, I don't know. This is the thing mm. that comes to my head. Like the way that you respond to that kind of indicates to them, like how you're going to respond in the future. And it indicates to them like how much, they can trust you to like go go to you with these type of things, right? So like, let's say I go to Matt and I'm like, look, I'm having a rough time. I need a little bit of time for myself. And he's like, oh, of course, like, that's fine. You got to take time for yourself. I care about you. I want the best for you. You know, all the nice things, right? That's like very reassuring. And every time he does that, he like, instills like more and more trust in me that like I can go to him with things and he's going to respond in a healthy way mm-hmm. but like if I had gone to you like in the past and been like I need a little bit of space and you're like respond with you know like blame or you take it personally or mm-hmm. you know like then I would learn like oh when I ask for space Matt gets upset and therefore I'll just push down my feelings forever exactly. and not upset Matt And so, like, we've had a lot of situations come up where, like, I something's going on and Matt responds with kindness. And so I've just, like, learned over time that I can ask for things. And Matt's going to, like, take it well. She can be herself. And it's so important that, like, you fight that past trauma. Because, like, you know, I've had it too where you don't want to feel like you're walking on eggshells with a person. Mm -hmm. You want to feel like you can be your whole self because that is the the only way. I think it's a big part of the reason why relationships work is you can completely be yourself and completely be open with that person because that's when there can be the most trust and communication. Uh And that is the key is that there's going to be hard things come up beyond just needing alone time on a Friday. Uh And it it just takes the work to get through it. And to make that work way easier, you have that trust established. Exactly. And like, also I think I, I also make, little deposit you know like i'll make deposits of like i'm always telling matt how much i appreciate him how much i love spending time with him um like doing 
you know, things for him and like expressing my gratitude. Mm -hmm. So then when I do need to take a little deposit of like, Hey, I need time for myself. Like that's it's, okay. It's okay because I've, mm -hmm. we've got a big balance in there mm -hmm. so I can afford. Yeah. That's, can, and that's... Like, afford you. <laughs> like you want to make more deposits than withdrawals is basically yes. what I'm saying. Exactly. Yeah. The gratitudes go a huge way towards that saying, thank you, doing little things. It just, it matters. It's weird. You don't think it matters, but then you go, oh, wow, the little thank yous and the little hugs and the little, all of it. Yeah. It's and very important. It is very important. And you, because you've established that, I can see your need for alone time and just doing your own thing as normal. And if you see it as just part of the pattern, no one is like, oh my God, what hap what's happening here? Because mm -hmm. you already know what's happening. It's yeah. just the openness. It's good to be open. And it's, it's, it was fun because, like, one thing I'm always saying is, like, it's good to miss each other. And, like, yeah. even though we don't want to. Like, nobody ever wants to. Like, no. You know, you want everything right now. I want everything now. Like, that's the problem with kids Instant these days. Yeah. That's the problem with kids these days. <laughs> <laughs> no, kids and their instant gratification. No, but, like, it's like, I want to spend time with Matt. He lives here. I'll go hang out with him. But, like, I'm always telling Matt, like, it's good to miss each other because, like, it's good to spend time apart because then when you see each other you have things to talk about other than like things you've experienced together absolutely why do you think some relationships did not do well in the pandemic because people were not used to 16 hours a day or whatever it is with each other yeah and like it was really fun i like got back yesterday at, like three i was like i have so many things to tell you yeah we both had things to tell each other yeah <laughs> should we tell them i was just thinking about how i got i got i came over yesterday and Matt's like, so. Katie had a great day. She did so fun. <laughs> I had a great she made day. friends. She dance practiced. Yeah, I like hung out with my dance friends, which is really cool because I've been like, I've been going to dance class for like a year. And I feel like we're finally taking that step where we're like not just dance friends, we're like becoming friend friends. And so it's, cute. it's very exciting for me. It's it takes exciting. a while, but it's impossible. And I was like, oh, look at, we've recorded our dances and like these are the cookies that I made. It was really good. And I've been reading this book. And I know I said I was taking a break from reading, but then I had this urge to read. And so I'm allowing myself to do things that I want. I love it. And Matt's like, so I hurt my foot. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I leave you alone for 12 hours. And he has like, I swear to God, the giantest bruise on his foot. I thought he had like dropped a dumbbell on it or something. <laughs> but you want to tell them what you did? I went to kickboxing. <laughs> And, well, okay, so I went to Santa Clara Kickboxing, which is really fun. There was, like, three people there, and it was really great, but it was, like, no shoes. And so you're just kind of kicking the bag here and there, and then you're, like, throwing a bunch of roundhouse kicks in a row. And about ten minutes in, I kind of go, my foot's throbbing. This is weird. And I looked at it, and it was kind of, like, swelled up. I was like, this is kind of strange. So I kept going, as one does. Sure, yeah. <laughs> and at the end, I looked down, and I'm like, huh! And I tried to put on my shoe, and it really hurt. And then I was, like, driving home. It was also really hurting. So I got home, and I, like, took my boxing wraps, and I wrapped a bunch of ice around it. And Katie sees it, and it's, like, it's, like, red with, like, black all around it. It's She's really, like, it's really, it it's looks really bad. really bad. It looks like my foot fell off. <laughs> it's, like, the size of a pear. It's, like, because it's the shape of a pear, and it's purple. It's pear. The whole top of his foot is purple and, like, swollen and purple and large. Yeah. It's better than it was, though. It's getting better. But it wasn't great. But it was like, geez louise. You literally leave me for 12 hours. Was it literally 12 hours? It was like 24 hours. 
It was like no, it wasn't even. It wasn't even twenty four hours because you left like you left after improv at nine ish. It was like fifteen hours. Eighteen hours. We were apart for eighteen hours, and he goes and he like breaks his foot. <laughs> but you know, it's a price I'm willing to pay. It's a price he's willing. I know to what pay. I signed up for. Someone is just perpetually injured. Mm-hmm. Anyways, and yeah. that was fun to miss her because then I could tell her about this. Yeah, like, it was really great. <laughs> I love coming back to these types of news. No, I really do. It's co- it's good that you could tell me these things. Yeah. Like, I, I'm not mad at no, it. No, I don't it. know. It was, yeah, it was I good. feel bad that your foot hurts. But... Yeah, you know. It's my own fault. Anyways. Yeah, so, you know, boundaries. <laughs> boundaries are good. I think one thing my therapist was telling me about is, like, make a plan to take care of yourself. Make time for self-care. And if people ask you to hang out, you know, you say, oh, I'm busy. Yeah, that's fine. You can do that. You can be busy with doing things for yourself. And I think I also get into this trap of like, I'll tell Matt like, oh, I need a little time to myself. And then I feel this expectation of like, I should have something to show for my time mm-hmm. away. But you don't need to. And I don't need to. Like, I don't need to be come back to you and be like, oh, it was so good. Like, I took a bath and I did a face mask and I read my book and I got this, this, this done yeah, off my no, plate. There's no competition here. Like, you could take time for yourself and, like, take a nap. Like, that's okay. Yeah. You know what I did time for myself on uh, last Sunday night? I ate too many snacks and watched both National Treasure movies back to back until 1230 at night. And that's great. Yeah, it was great. Sometimes that's just what you need. Yeah. And that's the thing is, like, I think the time for yourself thing, it's just being honest with yourself about, okay, putting social media out of it, putting expectations out of it. What do I need right now in this moment? And doing that. Yeah. Like what Whatever it need? is. What is it that I want? Maybe time for yourself looks like a trip to the store. Maybe that maybe that's time for yourself. Maybe it looks like lying on the floor and crying. Maybe it looks like going for a walk. Yeah. Just like something soothing. Anything. Um, you know, listen to podcasts. Sh- oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> a, sh- a shower. A shower. Oh, man. That's like, yeah, take care of yourself. Like, mm-hmm. shower. Um, take a nap. Eat a snack. I feel like I just want to give you all, like, permission to, like, let everybody down a little bit. Ooh. Like, let some people down. That's okay. Like, it's okay if you show up to the potluck and you didn't make cookies. It's okay if mm-hmm. not everybody's Christmas present doesn't have, like, a bow on it. It's okay if not everybody's Christmas list gets checked off. It's okay if you don't, you know, respond in the group chat right away. Oh, man, normalize that. Dude, we text way too much. Yeah, like, it is okay to take time for yourself. And, like, I'm trying to, like, let everybody down a little bit more. That's kind of, like, what I want to do right now. It's, like, it's okay. Have you heard about reparenting? Kind of. So I was talking to my therapist a little bit, and this came up. We weren't even talking about it. It just kind of came up. And there's like four pillars to it. And it's kind of like the things you should just have in a day to make yourself feel whole. And it's an interesting concept. One is joy. Hmm. Like do something that makes you feel joyful. Two is discipline. It's like loving discipline. So kind of like, not like, oh, you should go on a walk today. Like, oh, no, you'd feel better if you went on a walk today. Okay. Or take a shower or something. Three is self-care. Hmm. Like we were talking about. Mm-hmm. Take take a shower. Eat a little healthy thing. Whatever self-care looks like to you, do that. And then four is interesting. It's from emotional regulation. What is emotional? It's regulation? like checking in with your emotions and checking in with yourself. Oh, like journaling. Exactly. Journaling or just what do I need right now? Like what's going well today? What am I feeling? 
how am I feeling? And that's the whole thing of like not numbing it. Yeah. It's the recognizing it and letting it be mm-hmm. and then dealing with that. That's really good. It made me, it, it just sounded a lot like what we were talking about. No, that's perfect. That's kind of like how I was like super stressed out, but I didn't even notice because mm-hmm. I wasn't checking in with myself. And then once I checked in with myself, it like all hit me all at once. Because we're all on such autopilot, which is totally natural. Mm-hmm. Because as Cheryl was telling me, this is just we're just talking about a therapist this entire podcast. It's fun. As Cheryl was telling me, autopilot keeps us safe um, because we don't have to think. Mm-hmm. And it's like there was an interesting thing she was saying. She's like, you know, when you're a kid and you're on autopilot and you think back to your memory, you really have a lot of memory when you're on autopilot because your brain doesn't need to. But when you have those like traumatic moments, that's when you remember things. So like that's when your brain kicks in. But autopilot's just like we're good, we're safe. But when you're on autopilot, you can't think about what's happening around you and what's happening with you. That's oh my! I've been on autopilot for so long. Mm-hmm. That's what's been going on. Yeah, I'm just like my autopilot is like clean the house, wrap the gifts, do the work, edit the podcast, like scroll social media, wash my face, take a shower, Repeat. make the bed. It's like autopilot, autopilot, autopilot. Yeah. But it's like, what do I want? Like, I feel like I have all these things that I do that like genuinely make me happy and they're part of my day every single day. But I forget to like see the joy in them. Right. Because I'm like, oh, I know that this XYZ make like clean house makes me happy. Making my bed makes me so happy. I'm gonna clean the house. So then I do it every single day. And it's just autopilot. But it's like being mindful about those things is a little bit different. And it's, mm-hmm. routine is good. I love routine. Mm-hmm. But like to an extent, you know, you want a routine, but you also want to then not even get out of the routine. You just want to notice like, oh yeah, I do feel good when I make my bed. Or I do feel better when I've eaten something good or when I've gone outside. Yeah. Rather than just doing the thing. It's an interesting idea. I thought the reparenting thing was fascinating, and I want to I want to learn more about no, it. No, I'm definitely going to try to apply some of that. Mm-hmm. And I think something else that I've been trying to do lately is like just asking yourself the question of like, what do I want? Yes. Because I think we all tend to like use we should on ourselves. We say like, oh, I should buy all Christmas time. presents, or I should wrap the presents, or I should do the dishes, or like I should work on this project but it's like really look inside yourself and think like what do i want like how i was saying i was taking a break from reading so it was stressing me out but then yesterday i was like i really want to listen to this new audiobook like i've been listening to the britney spears audiobook and mm. i've been wanting that for a while but in my head i'm like i shouldn't listen to that because i'm still like only halfway through like three other books and i shouldn't start another book and it's like well why not if you want to read the book like Read the book. No one's judging you. If you have, like, the want to do something, like, do it. I mean, unless it involves, like, breaking a law. Yeah. Or something that's, you know, you shouldn't, that shouldn't do. Something that's, like, actually wrong. Maybe yeah. don't do that thing. But if you want, so let's do an audiobook. Great. If you want to buy a new, I don't know, TV. There's no... Well, yeah. There's, like, there are lines that you don't want to cross, but there's also just because you shouldn't... There's no reason not no to do rules. something just because you feel like someone's going to say, why are you doing that? But that someone is actually just you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like we set these rules for ourselves that like there's no meaning towards They're them. completely arbitrary. Like I've decided that it's a rule that I can't start a new book until I finish the last book. Well, like why not? I have a rule that I can't buy a new game before I finish the last game. Why is that? Yeah. That's dumb. Exactly. That makes no sense. Like stop setting rules for yourself and just like do what you want. Right. Do you, like as long as you're not... 
like I, I had a therapist once tell me like what like as long as whatever you do isn't like taking another person's life <laughs> like it's not that bad like sometimes we think we mess up you know and it's like in the grand scheme of things like you're fine i think that happened at one point i was talking to my to cheryl and she's like yeah but like did you die i said i mean i mean no she said well probably not that bad yeah like my stress cycle tells me like you haven't finished your last book, and if you read this book, you will die. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wait, hold on. Let's Whoa. take a step back. Like, we're on a floating rock in outer space. Like, I'm just a little speck. And if I want to read a book, like, I'll just do it. Like, I don't know. Nothing matters. No. And it's so... Well, I often find it interesting of, like, I want to know if there's a way to chart this kind of feeling we have about the being judged and, like, its intersection with social media. Oh, social media is the worst. Right? Especially with things like this. How dare you? There's a great video where it's like, if you took fitness advice from social media, and what, the guy's watching a clip, and it's like, don't eat bread, and he throws the bread away. And then it says, don't eat carrots, and he throws the carrots away, and then he tries to take a bite of, like, air, and then it's like, stop breathing, and, like, you can't win. Yeah. Because everyone's judging you on the internet. And, like, on social media, everybody has their lives together. You know, it's like everybody's sharing, like, this is my holiday recipe that I like to make for my kids, and these are the decorations. And it's shot perfectly. Yeah, and it's like what you don't see is, like, behind the camera, there's, like, a pile of boxes of all the stuff they just bought at Target. And, like, what you don't see is, like, the hours of perfecting this recipe or, like, yeah, the credit card debt that people are in from, like, getting all this stuff or, like, the fact that they're also stressed out about not only doing all these things for their family but also making a video about it and like Mm. the fact that they haven't seen their family in hours because they've been making a video of that like social media is all a lie and i think we get caught up in the fact that like everybody looks perfect online and we forget that nobody's perfect not nope none of them no and no one's nobody and just because someone's like so read this book and then this book and this and just like none of it matters no one has rules there's no rules no no rules other than laws don't break laws. You know, like, don't speed, don't kill anyone. Yeah, like, be kind to others. But beyond that, and, and that's things, be kind to yourself. Be kind to others, but, like, also be kind to yourself. You're yeah. a person, too. You are valid. You have valid needs. And in the holidays, it's so easy to be like, ugh, can't spend all this time with family. I'm not going to focus on myself at the end. Focus on yourself a little bit. Yeah. It's okay to say no. Mm-hmm. No is a complete sentence. It's a powerful word. Ooh. That's good. Thank you. I definitely stole that from my therapist. Nice. Um, but yeah, no is a complete sentence. And you can say, I'm busy. And your your plans can be self-care. Like, that's okay. You don't have to have plans to say, I'm busy. Mm-hmm. That is okay. There does not be a result. You can just be. Yeah. You can say no to plans for the sake of, like, I want to stay home and watch the Santa Claus. The Claus. Santa the, Claus. The, the Santa Claus. Claus. The Claus. If you have no idea what I'm saying, listen to our last episode on Christmas. But Yeah. I don't know. Every week we're like, we're just going to short film a little, a short little episode. And then we just love talking. But I feel like this one was really good. It's really good, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, if you like this episode, follow us for more, for more on Baby Adults. We post every week. We post. Yeah. Follow us. Like us. Leave a little comment if you want. Yeah. We love you all. And just if anybody gives you crap about canceling plans, you can blame it on me. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, Katie said that I'm loud to say no this week and i'm allowed to take care of myself always always okay we love you all hope you have a great week and oh when is this coming up what is- uh this will come out on december like 19th 
So, so yeah, it's almost Christmas. Oof. So that's exciting. Should we do a Christmas episode next? Well, yeah, our next episode will be coming out on like the day after Christmas. The day after Christmas. Ooh. Ooh. We already talked about Christmas movies. We'll figure out a out a Christmassy topic for you. Like if you have ideas for episodes, stuff you want to hear about, mm. like and like leave a comment in our Spotify. There's always a little bubble that says like, what do you want to hear about next or something? Or whatever the question of the week is. But, like, you can write anything in there. If you have ideas, like, just let us know. Like, we want to know what you want. But, yeah, that's it. That's all. I hope you have a lovely week. We love you all. Love you all. Bye. Bye.